Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Greetings, Trashlings, and welcome back to a touch-and-go episode of Space Trash. Lifestyles of the rich and Uranus, and I'm docile Sarah Armour. I'm Molly Molshine. This is a bit of a Franken episode because we are between two ferns, between two pod platforms. Uh, but let's let her rip anyway. So if you see any quality control vacillations, it's not our fault. We're, we jumped ship midstream and we came back to Zoom. So we'll see how it goes. <laughs> space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles of the rich and Uranus. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. <laughs> I was just saying to Sarah how I've got a bit of a Legolas vibe going on. <laughs> got a little clip pulling my hair out of my face. And like it's supposed to be like devil make hair, French je ne sais quoi. Right. But it's Orlando Bloom. And you agree. Well, je ne sais quoi means I don't really know. I do not know. Actually, we do know. It actually has that certain Legolas. Yeah. Does every woman have a secret feeling that her she has a man face or is it only me? I've been haunted by that feeling my whole life. I think we all go through it. I have an album coming out soon, actually, with the Junior Misses. And I had to send in a photo of myself for the album cover everyone will see it soon and it took me like five days because i was freaking out so much because i was just like i can't take i can't have a picture of my face out there for everyone to see it's scary i think you look gorgeous and honestly legolas is the hero of the entire franchise so like it's all good stuff and feminine and extremely feminine also wasn't legolas just wasn't he also like three five or something height wise no he was tall skinny very uh ethereal orlando bloom I just feel like they mess around with the camera angles as if it's like Laverne Cox and Ellen Page <laughs> in a scene. So I sort of forget which ones were the tall ones, which ones were the I short know. ones. It is hard to imagine like Evangeline with a Hobbit. You know, it's funny as we think about the Hawkles and the monarchy in the past and the present and the future. I wonder, maybe that's just part of patriarchal thinking. Like maybe actually a man face is, you know, it's like a comedian or is everyone just a comedian? Like maybe we don't have, maybe we're just faces and there is no, maybe they have woman faces. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. I would argue that Legolas has some female characteristics. So today our main thing that we're going to talk about is uh, Megan and Harry again. But before we get into that, we have to talk about the World Cup. Yeah. I don't know about JK. <laughs> 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 Soccer's for oh my God. babies. Oh my God. It's what for a babies. Good prank. What a good prank. Yeah. No, we're not talking about that. It's terrible. This, well, I will say one thing. I, I don't get why they play the game at all because it, no one ever scores. And if they do, it's a tie. And then they have to have a shootout. And it's like, they, like kids in middle school score in shootouts. Why is anyone in a professional league not making the shot in a shootout? Why would you bother watching this You're game? finding... Here's why. Here's the answer why. Business. The longer they keep the games going, 
the longer they have people in stadiums. And I feel like the rules of soccer make it impossible to... Yeah. It's like they're kind of doing like a baseball thing with it, where it's like kick back and relax and enjoy some brewskis with your broskis because this could take all night. There being an ending imminent is not promised. Do you know something, though? In Qatar, they're not even serving beer in the stadiums. What are they serving at? Seltzer. They told, they told everyone they were going to serve beer, even though it's illegal there. And then two days before everyone arrived, they were like, JK, we're not doing it, you Western idiots. How funny is that? But the other thing about... It's kind of like the prank you just played on me. I know, I know. But the other thing about, um, like, sports in the rest of the world is they and now we are actually talking about the world cup like not even in a joking way we're actually doing like world cup hot takes but that's fine yeah be careful be careful what careful what i wish for this is the power of words people you think you're being funny you know you're saying the truth we actually are going to talk about the world cup you know the thing that's so shocking about watching sports in europe where again i live She's european <laughs> european there's not as many commercials at all and there's no like like they all wear their branding on the shirts which is tacky and then there's not as many commercials. They're not monetizing this like they could. Oh, my gosh. So then, like, the next thought I have is, like, because, like, this is maybe, like, an ancient game. Like, pre-television, pre-internet. Like, what did people do? You know, sometimes you watch even, like, when you watch like, Game of Thrones and it's, like, the big event. And you just gather to watch people slowly finally kill one or the other you know it's like maybe they just needed long-term events at a certain point in history where it was like well this is what we do it's nothing to do yeah 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 exactly i guess they did it's a thought i have no idea though because otherwise yeah literally what is the point i'm i'm an american capitalist so to me it, we go right to money but otherwise yeah like it, i think it's just like a time a time kill or i don't know exactly i guess they did because i mean i guess it is i guess because it's so hard to score it's very impressive when one does but it's like it's like just swiping on tinder and like never matching it's it is a non exactly it's frustrating to watch the world cup is over we can go back to not caring about soccer again do we know who won i argentina that's great yeah also did you notice that last week our episode yes yes the answer is yes i just want everyone to know that the quality of this podcast remains a work in progress we're working on it in terms of sound quality, obviously the content is already there. Gold. But the sound and the sometimes we don't sound good. I know. That is something that's kind of becoming an issue more and more. It's only getting worse. We're Benjamin buttoning ourselves into being less mature as engineers audio technicians i don't know how we are managing to do that our episode about white lotus it sounded like every time i said a punchline you were silently like glaring at me and then starting talking three seconds later and then it sounded like i was talking over you every time yeah when you do the mix in squad cast app i think it merged it backwards so you're responding to things i'm saying before i say them on, the, on the, the things were not matched up so if anyone can help us what do we do just someone please help i don't know what to do but we'll figure it out someday not today hopefully this episode will be better onward and upward let's talk about a much more entertaining british export the royal family yes let's megan and harry they released the final three episodes on the full moon of their six episode series non-reality it is not a reality show don't you dare call it that it's a netflix global event now i am really curious because i've loved it the entire time but molly did your experience 
of the Hockle Doc, part two, which is, oh my God, do you see body language body? It's not even a good one. He keeps calling it the horror, horror mentory. It's like, dude, it's like not like, there's not, not a rhyme. There's not a pun. The words are the horror mentory. It's like, oh, yo man. Yo man. Yeah. Body language body is on one. I mean, yes, it made me happy that our first, th- our recap of the first three episodes are paywalled on patreon.com slash space trash podcast because I was a little cunty in those first three episodes. <laughs> so the first three episodes, they were just talking about how much they love each other and how basically just perfect they are. And I was like, oh my God, yeah, we get it. I was not a fan. They were very easy to skewer because these two, they are a little bit high on their own supply. Mm. But then when you see the next three episodes, you remember just how bad it was when they were in and a lot of the sympathy is restored. And if you want to hear our review of the first three episodes, it's on our Patreon, patreon.com slash space trash podcast. But I mean, yeah, them leaving made complete sense because they were, the media was never going to change. The British media is going to do what it wants to do. And it should, it absolutely should. And if it's crossing a line, I, you know, my stance is if anyone crosses a line with speech, the way to get them to go back off is to prove why they're wrong. Even before we get into everything that actually happened in those last three episodes, there is something that happened this weekend that's going to overshadow all of it. What? This famous guy, Jeremy Clarkson, he's famous in the UK. He wrote an op-ed for The Sun about how much he hates Meghan Markle. It's going mega viral. And here's a, a little passage from it. Megan is a different story. I hate her. Not like I hate Nicola Sturgeon or Rose West. Rose West is a British serial killer. Oh my God. I hate her on a cellular level. At night, I'm unable to... This is a grown man, a man in his 60s. At night, I'm unable to sleep as I lie there grinding my teeth and dreaming of the day when she is made to parade naked through the streets of every town in Britain while the crowds chant shame and throw lumps of excrement at her. What did... Wait, what? Right. Like, you just hate women. And then he also said, like, oh, her hand is so far up Harry's ass and he's she's controlling him, which is also, like, I don't know why people want to believe so badly that she's controlling him. Like, anyone who watched the show, one of the big things that we both agreed on last week was that he had one foot out the door. Like, he kind of, if anything, used her as an excuse to get out of the family. Like, she is not controlling him. If she even half, if she she doesn't care. If she was twice as demanding as those rumors say that she was, which I don't believe, I mean, those rumors are not substantiated by anything we've ever seen or by any, like, even when people try to dig up dirt on her, no one really will say that she was a nightmare to work with. There's one commercial shoot in the Tom Bauer book where she was a, oh yeah demanding. diva a diva a diva and it's like okay maybe one time she was annoyed she had to do this stupid ass commercial sh- shoot to pay her mortgage and she was like get me a friggin bathrobe who gives a shit so yeah the but my point is if she was demanding they should have acquiesced for the record if i'm at the holiday inn i call and ask for a bathrobe too i hope i don't hope to get a bad review i hope they don't right. mark my name as a diva Yeah, like the fact that she got bullied out of that, allegedly bullied out of that family and bullied out of that country is such a bad look for everyone that it doesn't even matter. She could be the most annoying person in the world and it's still, she didn't deserve all that she got from the media and the royal family should have bent over backwards to keep her in just because of how bad it looks. 1000%. Yeah. So this is, so this is a huge story. It's going to continue to be a huge story. You want to 
publicly shame her? You want her to walk through the streets like she's sassy? You want her to, I mean, like, shame, shame. It's like that meme I always send you. Shame, shame. It's like, yo, dude, like, you actually have issues. Nobody should feel that way about anybody. I, I understand maybe if some of these, the, the, Brianna Taylor's mom might feel that way. Right. So everyone freaked out over the weekend and the son took the column down at his request and he tweeted today. He didn't say sorry. He didn't say I regret it, but he said I was making a Game of Thrones reference and uh, people didn't get it and I'll be more careful Wait, in the future. I got it. I said it's Cersei. Yeah, you were you. Oh like, my anyone, God. Like he but it still obviously doesn't make it right. It's still such a batshit insane thing. And I was just on Michelle Collins podcast earlier today. Everyone, please check it out. Midnight Snack. And she brought up the point that like he added the naked and the excrement. Like well, he no, didn't... no, Cersei was naked. Okay, he added the excrement then. Yeah. Like he did, he made it worse. Like he went out of his way to make it even more violating and disgusting. And it's just disgusting to say. Like in one of my group chats today, somebody was like, "Oh, well, maybe he was joking." And I'm like, "Okay, well, if joking. he thinks that's a joke, then I think he hates women." And yeah. like I support his right to make that public a hundred percent. I think it's great that he published that because now everyone knows what he's really like. And Is he married? Every... I hope he's not married. I hope this kills his sex life. He has a daughter who disavowed it. She posted on Instagram, I hate this and I don't stand by my dad. And I think this column is disgusting. Like everyone is like against him. He, to his credit, realized it was too far and asked the son to take it down, which I'm shocked that they even took it down. But that's what's that's what's the good part of having an open dialogue is now we know how Jeremy Clarkson feels about women. 100. Well, not only how Jeremy Clarkson feels about women, but like. I mean, this is not a man like she he doesn't know Megan like this is not a man that I would want to be in an actual like interpersonal relationship with. Like, God forbid you ever piss him off and you know him. Right. And he he says that he he compared her to Nicola Sturgeon, who's the prime minister of Scotland, which why? And he was like, I hate her so much. Why do you hate her? You don't even live in Scotland. And then he compared the two of them also to a female serial killer. He's like, I hate her more than Nicola Sturgeon and this female serial killer well, who is British. Did the the female serial killer kill other women? No, I think she killed babies or something. I don't know. Hmm. But like, it was just so, so over the top. And it was like, it just showed him for who he is, or at least I- who he was in that moment. And like, now we know. Is this his usual tone? Or was this like Tom Cruise jumping on the couch and now everything's changed? Yes, actually, this is his usual tone. He uses hyperbole a lot. And when he he's, his main medium is television and he says stuff in a way where you're like, oh, he's a cantankerous old man. He's one of these British guys who talks about wokeness a lot, which I rue the day that British people learned the word woke. They just abuse it and they say it annoying woke i'm tired (laughs) of these woke shenanigans (laughs) and he's one of those people that sits on a couch on a late night tv and is like oh you can't say anything anymore and it's like no you actually can and you did and everyone hated you for it and you understand they had a reason they hate you for it and it's just like like one of the best things i saw was this woman was on tv in the uk last week and someone was like we don't need all these woke tv shows blah 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 and the woman was like 
So when you say that, what do you mean? What does woke mean to you? And the guy literally couldn't say anything. He couldn't think of anything to say because it was like, yeah, what it means to him is like diversity. He doesn't even mean like being sensitive to anything. He just means literally like people on screen who aren't white. And he just couldn't even explain what it was. So this is like, and I'm not saying this is a uniquely British thing. They just, their accent sounds more annoying when they say the word woke. 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 These woke people. You want to know something else? Camilla was at lunch with this guy like three days ago. Wait, wait, what? Oh, wow, 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 wow. Okay, let me take this all in. So first of all, they were at a big party. They were at a private party that that some other rich guy was throwing. And he got, she and Jeremy Clarkson were both there. I think the Daily Mail said they were seen like hanging out and talking, being friendly with each other. If, so now the question is, if the royal family didn't hate Megan, would he write this? Like, he probably is assuming that Charles and Camilla would sanction this because that's how people, that's how, like, upper crusty Brits kind of work. They kind of are like, I don't want to um, alienate Charles and Camilla. I don't want to alienate the king and queen. So either that or he's just gone completely rogue and he doesn't actually give a shit about Charles and Camilla, but it is really weird and it's damning and it looks really bad on her, on Camilla, obviously. The, the most obvious conclusion is that they were having a bitchy girls brunch, gossiping, and he was like, you know what? I'm drunk enough to actually pen and publish this. We talked about it, and, like, for the record, I lay in bed at night, like, actually puking in my sleep. It is a danger to my health that Megan exists, and I'm afraid that I'm going to die in my sleep because I'm vomiting because I'm having hate dreams of her. It's like, yo, dude, like... Right. What is this guy's name? Jeremy Clarkson. Noted. He has a show about cars. I don't know. He's big in the UK. He's not, he's like, you know, I saw him on a talk show that I went to one time. Like I got to be in the audience of, and he was in there and he seemed kind of funny, but he was anti-woke. So annoying. But Megan and Harry are incredibly annoying and I can't even make fun of them because this guy, you know what I mean? It's like you get lumped in with the fucking basket of deplorables like i can't even make fun of the fact that she was like a pilot knelt down beside me and took his hat off and said thank you for your service like thank you for wearing twenty thousand dollar outfits and shaking people's hands like now we can't even make fun of that which is so fun to make fun of what a funny comparison to make to kirstie alley's pilot story what was her pilot story Oh, I know. Jesus. The one two episodes ago. Go check it out if you didn't hear it. It's just like, did he say that? Did he kneel down? Did she say he kneeled? Yeah. He knelt down beside me and took off his hat and said, thank you so much for your service to this country. And she was like, this is the first time anyone ever said that to me. And I'm like, well, I mean, to quote Don Draper, that's what the money is for. That's what the free houses were for. You know, like, that's kind of like the whole transaction. But, you know, her, they, they just, they, they, they talk in platitudes and some people live for that and I it makes my skin crawl but it doesn't make me want to make someone strip down and walk down the street and get poop thrown at them it's just a little bit fun to poke at and now I, I don't I'm not even going to do that for the sake of a comedy pod we, we can't just throw the, the two babies out with the bathwater but you know we're not Jeremy level vitriolic but it is always good to have a mirror where you're like, Jam, do I sound like that? Or like, at least she didn't make him curtsy. Can you imagine if she curtsy shamed him? Finally, someone treated me like a royal, but actually, you need a curtsy. Or does only the queen get curtsy for? 
anyone who outranks you you have to curtsy to them so yeah like technically anyone who's walking up to her should curtsy but i think you'd have to be a real dick to enforce it like i don't think any of them are enforcing it you know everybody wants to say megan is such a big dick it's like she could have been a bigger dick and she's not that big of a dick she didn't make him do a courtesy curtsy exactly there's a video of like a woman trying to curtsy to her and her being like no get up which is great because it's silly it is silly i mean (laughs) that's the thing if people were like 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 they talked about in the documentary how so many People would bring up, oh, this was a breach of protocol and it was all made up. No one knows what the protocol is. There is no protocol. So who even knows if that was an expectation? You liked them from the jump. I was triggered by her honor roll student tendencies and Harry's complete lack of understanding that everyone's poor. It's getting horrible feedback. At the end of the day, everybody that's being an asshole about like, you did this for money. It's like, Yeah, and that's also why the royals want to stay the royals, and that's why everybody does everything in this capitalist hellscape. You know, they they do need, whether they don't need the money in the same way that, you know, you and I perhaps join the Patreon, but but everybody needs money and i don't i don't hate i think it's so crazy that we we're setting them to this extremely unrealistic standard of like what we expect from them now that they're just normies. It's like, no, they're gonna try to capitalize on whatever they can. They have to, so do we. Right. And I mean, they didn't have to buy a mansion with 16 bathrooms, but yeah, sure. your point stands. Like they could have had a little lower mortgage, but whatever. Yeah. But, but how yeah. many tarot decks do I need for Marshalls? You know, we all, we all do this. It's like, that's yeah. why, that's why the whole money game never is over and is never going to work because it's never enough. Exactly. And I think what the Royal family is learning the hard way right now is like, they cut them off as they detail in the documentary, they cut off their security. They really did leave them flailing and yeah, this is their most marketable thing is mm-hmm. their royal complaints. So congratulations, royal family. Like you said no to the half in half out proposal, which Stupid. I understand because Stupid. it has failed. It has failed on multiple occasions. Why was Prince Andrew butting around with Jeffrey Epstein? Because he can't have a real job oh. and he wanted all the perks of it. Why did Edward and Sophie have to come into the royal family? Because they got caught selling the royal family secrets. Wait, so it has I failed. did not know that. Wait, so yeah. they've tried half in half out before. Yes, they have. And it never works. And that's why they said no. But now look what's happening. Now they are still selling the royal family's scandals for money. So, you know, I think the royal family must be saying right now, we should have just let them friggin' do it. Oh, yeah. I mean, the royal family could have benefited from Markle in the portraits for forevermore. That, that That would be one of the quickest ways that they could try to firm up the existence of the monarchy in and of itself. Right. The the monarchy is a symbol and they had the best possible symbol at handed to them on a silver platter. Here is a professional woman who worked her way up in life, started from nothing. She knows how to present herself in front of a camera. And she also is a person of color, which most of your subjects around the world are. Uh, you gotta bend over backwards. It's very fair that they left and they needed to leave because it was driving them nuts. And the rest of the family has decided that they will put up with that press intrusion and, and the weird up and downness of when the press likes you and when they dislike you. And Harry and Meghan said no. So they're not. And I think that's great. I agree completely. Now, I've, I've seen some like journalism and reputable news sources are different than 
an online publication that is more grassroots, right? But I don't know, like some of them are reputable, some of them are not. So I've seen a few headlines and I don't know, like one of the headlines I read was like, William finally reaches out to Harry after the doc. But then I also see- No, it's not true. Okay, so that's not true, right? Okay, yeah, that's what I want. Because like most of the reporting is like, they're making no comment because they don't make comments. Right. The most reputable reporting that I've seen about it is that Harry and Meghan want the royals to apologize before they will attend the, uh, not the inauguration, the coronation. coronation. Yeah. And it's like, what would they ever apologize for? They don't think they did anything wrong. And Meghan and Harry don't think they did anything wrong. There's no, no one's going to apologize to anyone. It just sucks because if this was a family issue instead of a business and family issue, even like, because this, you could be having this conversation about any family and it's like, dad won't, dad and Harry won't make up. There's been a longstanding feud, but like at the end of the day, when there's not an entire British, British Royal empire at stake, you there's know, no empire though or there's whatever no the, the british the monarchy when when they're positioned in the world isn't at stake you might sit down with a couple or you might sit down with a family therapist and like say I, i'm not sorry for what i did but i hear you and i'm sorry that was your ex-. like there is a way to to make up without it being this professional issue you know yeah harry i don't know what he wanted the royal family to do about the media, and I don't know what they could have done. And this would be a great moment to have a British person on so that we could get their perspective. But sadly, I have no British friends despite living there for four <laughs> years. I don't think the problem is me. JK, no, it's definitely no, me. it's not you. They're jealous of your American ways. They're jealous of my success. That's yeah, it. That's yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let oh, me yeah. maybe... I am Megan. Yeah, they're jealous you're of me Megan. and at the same time hate me for no reason. Yeah. Right. They're Um, glad you're there, but then they're also like afraid of your power. And now they're shaming you publicly and they want you to walk naked in the street and get shit thrown at you. Probably. Yeah, exactly. Watch watch out for the doo-doo. So Harry says no one would have private conversations with the editors saying it's enough. My And to that, I say, okay, as an editor, if someone you've been covering says you have to stop covering me, that's when you go in harder Like, that's not like as a journalist, you don't, you can't, there is nothing that like, and the UK has a pretty much free press. The only thing that's not free that they don't have that we have, they have this thing called injunctions where someone can get an injunction against publication of a fact. And if they can get a super injunction that says you can't even publish the fact that the injunction exists, that's their only thing that is less free than the U S but other it's like than a that, super NDA. Yeah. And it's an actual legally binding NDA. Like you actually can't publish it. So that's the only thing. Like there's an that- NDA on the NDA. Right, right, right. And the, you, the British, you can't get an injunction on a concept. You know, like you can get an injunction on, there was a story that there was sexual assault going on in Prince Charles's household, not because of him, but just because of high ranking courtiers. And there was a super, there was an injunction against that. So like you can get it for certain stories where you can say to a judge, it's not in the public interest to know this. And I don't think the public should know it, which is arguable Mm. in that case. I mean, uh, first of all, in the case of the Royals, it's extremely arguable, but Prince Charles meaning like harry and william's house like he some of the higher ranking officials within his household not his house where he not his home his 
business apparatus. It is like Game of Thrones. It is. Yeah. But there was like, there were allegations that some senior members, not any members of the royal family, but people who work for them, the courtiers were sexually assaulting other ones. And and that was an allegation that there was an injunction against. So that's the kind of thing where like, if the royal family really wanted to make a case that you're not allowed to cover who made who cry at the bridesmaid dress fitting, sure. they could get an injunction for that. But they can't get an injunction for Meghan Markle as a person. They can't right. be like, you legally can't write about her. And for most journalists, if you tell them, no, there's no story here, you're not allowed to write about this, it is only going to fuel the fire. Because why, if a powerful person tells you, please don't look at me, you need to look at them. Obviously, the press was going out of control, overboard on Megan. So that's where the royal family stance is. Just wait, wait it out, and it's going to end. Right. She's like, I. they kept telling me it would get better, and it never got better. I guess my question is, because like from what I know of the royal family, their whole thing is literally keep calm and carry on, like shut the actual fuck up, like yeah. that's your job. And I wonder... If part of the issue, because we we know that Megan has no problem standing up and speaking her truth. So I wonder if the problem is that she wasn't allowed to respond because it's like even in the United States. I mean, if she had the career of her dreams before she met H, she might have gotten horrible press anyway, not because she's um, like black and in, in the royal family, but just because she's a bad actor, you know, so or something, or yeah. something like, you know, anyone she's the divorced, more, she's whatever, right? The more powerful you get, the more bad press you get, right? So, I wonder if the I wonder if the the when they're kind of alluding that nobody allowed them or no, nobody stepped in to help, I think that being maybe compounded with the fact that they couldn't even really like, I could see Megan making a an Evita moment. Everybody come talk to me. And, and you know what I mean? Like I could see her, maybe, maybe yeah. she didn't feel safe too, but I well, don't that's know. Like, what this is. I think that's, that's what this is. It. That is right. Which, which I understand. They had like, to leave in order to do it because yeah. they wouldn't let them. Like, I thought it was really interesting how when they, she was like, oh, we wanted to sue the mail on Sunday for reprinting my letter to my father. And we talked to the palace officials and this is the most British shit ever. And they were like, oh yeah, yeah, totally, totally. And they kept following up and following up and the palace lawyers kept not suing them not doing anything because the the palace all of them their um mo is not to ruffle the feathers of the press just stay still long enough play dead and they'll move on so obviously (laughs) megan and harry didn't want to do that and that's why they got their own law firm which was very uh controversial at the time but yeah like they wouldn't even sue for something that turned out to kind of be an open and shut case for all the fact that also Megan and Harry did mislead the court in that case and kind of lie to them, but still, they still won. Mm. So like the, that's the thing. She, she, she wants to be open about things and explain things to people. Whereas the palace's thing is like, no, we're supposed to be quiet because if they know, if they see our humanity, they will stop seeing us as a Royal family. And like, there will be no place for us. So it kind of gets to the the core of what is the point of these people, you right. know? Right. Well, it's like, you know, I was reading something about how influencers, like our influencers are in big trouble. Like if TikTok does get banned and if Instagram changes certain policies, like it doesn't matter how many followers you 
Oh, sorry. It doesn't matter how many followers you have. Like if you don't act, if you haven't been cultivating your email list based on those followers, you might be out of business really fast. It's like, like the job of the Royals essentially is just to be almost, I want to say like influencer, but I feel like it's almost like a, not like a D influencer. It's they're not showing us new trends. They're showing us the old, a traditional influencer. Like, you know what I mean? Like they're just there to show up and be popular. Yeah, exactly. And they're kind of supposed to be, like we said, like a symbol of like family life and the country's highest values. Well, look at what that happened with what happened with the generation of the queen's own children. Literally. This venerated woman who was like really the closest thing. I mean, we will never see another monarch who's as respected as she was. And her kids were a hot mess. Well, they do say, you know, talent skips a generation. Hmm. True. I mean, maybe all of these younger ones are in a better place. I mean, that's the thing, like Beatrice and Eugenie, they have, they're not working royals. They have titles. They're called princess. Their parents, Andrew and Fergie, were the most scandalous royals of the 80s and 90s, bar none. And continuing, obviously, with and Andrew. continue I mean, to be, yeah. yeah I mean, uh, Fergie has... Fergie has wound her neck in in the last 10 years or so. But, oh, no, Fergie wasn't even invited to William's wedding because she was trying to sell – she was caught trying to sell access to the royal family. But, anyway, Beatrice, Beatrice and Eugenie, class acts relatively. Yeah, and it was lovely to see um, Eugenie come to visit them. Like, I I mean, yeah. I, I understand – I don't know what everyone is – I mean, I, I understand what everyone is so angry about, but it's like – I mean, they didn't share anything that were like, what? They just shared that that they had a hard time. And I actually think above all, and I said it last time, so we don't have to belabor the point, but like this, Harry has a karmic bone to pick with his family for whatever. Like, this is just a big family fight, family business fight just happening in front of us. And yeah. it, it, that's all it is. It's like, this is like Kendall Roy when he, at the end of succession, when he was like, and my father, what did he say at the end of season two? I can't wait. He's remember he did that big speech and he's like, my father lied to all of you or something like that, where he like, he, instead of oh, like waiting TV. to be, yeah. Like instead of waiting to be, oh yeah, it was succession. Right. Cause that would work with, the, I mean, the TV show, LOL. So on HBO. No, I know the TV show. I just oh, said oh, like, yeah, he, on TV. it's yeah, when, when he's on the, the press conference. Yeah. 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 And like, it's like, the, so the whole show is kind of wondering like, will he wait it out? Will he repair the, you know, cause he's the oldest. Will he repair the relationship with his father? And then he sort of pulls a Harry move on the on the eve of this because they sort of came back together because the company really was in jeopardy and he's like i'll save the day dad and then he like he he went rogue and was like actually you're right my father's a fraud and he's been i have to remember what the speech was but it was very powerful at the time it was years ago though come on where's season three but and that was like the ending of season two where it was like oh my god now what's gonna happen because kendall just or maybe it was the middle of season two anyway the bottom line is kendall did that to his dad and i feel like this is just the same shit right yeah exactly um, another update with the Jeremy Clarkson saga um, yeah. after his story went viral before that column went live that he was at a party with Camilla and Piers Morgan, another extremely <gasps> vocal Megan oh antagonist. First, everyone was saying, oh, Camilla hosted this party with them. And then he wrote the article. And then it was like, no, she didn't host the party. Someone else did. A CEO, a former CEO of Fortnum & Mason, which is like the cutest store ever. They have everything. And it's just the cutest, most British stuff in the world. Sponsor us, some- eh? I know. Oh, my God. I wish. They would never. We're such a hot. We're too much of a hot mess. But like 
But they so can they, make us look the part, and then that could be like a selling point. Like, even if you're a hot mess, you can look traditionally British, and maybe people will think you're a Virgo. Just go like this so they can't see your upper yeah. lip, like Garth on Wayne's World, and you will look traditionally British. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's actually a great call. That's a note for anybody that's interested in the impersonation game. What a, yeah, yeah, yeah. What a, what a trick. This is why I don't have British friends. But anyway, well, so because the British royal family has been so insistent on not speaking about this and not responding people saw the photos of her walking into the same party that jeremy clarkson and Piers morgan went to and assumed she's given them her stamp of approval there's no there was a million people there that every single famous british person granted there's only like 12 but they were all there so it's like it's not like she sat down and went through Clarkson's column with a highlighter, but that's what people are taking away from it because of the fact that they won't talk about this. So it's like, at what point does never complain, never explain become a huge liability? Like it worked for Queen Elizabeth. That was her position. But I don't know. It's like when companies change CEOs, the culture changes. Yeah, but also, like, have you ever heard anything from the CEO of Coca-Cola? Well, no, because they're criminals. So I guess that's the point. And they've never complained and they've never explained. And they just continue to poison us and we buy it. Exactly. So, like, that's where it comes from. And also, like, she could get away with it because her dad was worshipped. He got the country through World War II. She fought Camilla's in- dad? No, no, no. Elizabeth's dad. Oh, 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 LOL. And, I'm like, wow. Yeah, yeah. No. And like, so she had this legacy of like, okay, you guys actually did do something for us. You actually right. did lift our spirits when we really, really needed us. And you worked with Churchill every week and you didn't leave London when it was being bombed and you were here. So like, she had that, that right. legacy of that trustworthiness from the beginning, which like the current people don't have. So like, yeah, to not talk is is not gonna they don't they don't have that inborn legitimacy that she had so the other thing i sent you this article this was my favorite thing of the week all of the senior female royals went to a christmas carol concert for kate on thursday oh a christmas carol concert for kate a christmas carol concert for kate how cute and And they all wore matching coats. But, 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 but you can never match. I know. That's what Megan said. So this was shade to Megan. Megan had said, oh, I never wore color because none of the senior ladies ever, because the senior ladies wore color and I didn't want to match them. So I always wore white and beige because they never wear those colors. Now we saw Megan's pre-royal wardrobe. She loves a neutral. So do I. When you've got a lot of face going on, which I also do, and Megan does. I'm too, I'm all face. I'm all too, too much face. Well, but you do wear a loud, you do wear loud colors and it's like you work. I don't know. It's because you're going, I want, I'm so glad that you remember me as a person pre-COVID. I just want to say it's nice that your context for hanging out IRL with me is at a time when I was skinny. (laughs) I know. I haven't seen anything below your shoulders in literally three years. Been the same pair of sweatpants this whole time. And it's ripped in the vagina a little bit. I need to get a new pair because I'm fat now. <laughs> oh, maybe I'll cut that. I don't need to body shame me, but LOL. Anyway, it's funny. So yeah, Kate has one of those faces that you can wear something completely outlandish and you look still oh, normal. Yeah. yeah. Megan and I have, 
I would say, a face that you'd have to think about for a minute. And so if you wear... I disagree. I think you're, you have facial dysmorphia, but it's okay. It's why you're going to keep um, finding out about stuff and then telling me about it. Because you've told me so much about beauty, but you really are gorgeous. Thank you. But I'm not saying I'm not. I'm just saying it's like, it's not a... Like Kate has, co- so I don't want to say a nothing face, but that will kind of. I know what you mean. I know, right? You, you know and I saying? both. Well, you and I both have um, distinctive features. Distinctive features, right? Kate doesn't have a bad angle, which right. I don't think either of us can say. Right. So, like, when you have a face that's a little like Kim Kardashian, she looks like a clown lately because she's trying to dress like a teenager i can't and wait she, to talk about that if we have time later or tomorrow but i have a lot of kardashian things i want to say yeah she's got like she's got that kind of face where it's not exactly the cookie cutter face i mean no matter how hard she tries to make it that way and like it is she looks, the, well it's the it's what, what someone trying to say like like it's the surgeon cutter's face. Right, exactly. It's some kind of cut. Some the kind scalpel of cut. cutting's face or whatever. Yeah, exactly. But that's what I'm saying. I'm like, someone who has a little bit more of a distinctive face, you look better in neutrals and more streamlined looks. Megan has always looked good in that. She looks amazing in colors as well, but she's just always, pref- she seems to have always preferred neutrals. So the reason why the ladies showed up, so they showed up, Camilla wore a white coat to say, well, I'm the senior most royal woman and I'm wearing white, so you're lying. And then Sophie, who's less senior, also wore a white coat as if to say, well, I'm matching her. And so you're lying because we're coordinating and all these offices have always coordinated. Kate wore burgundy. Zara Phillips also wore burgundy. Who's Zara Phillips? Princess Anne's daughter. She doesn't have a title because her mom's a woman, which is another thing with like. But Anne is like the goat of the. Anne is the only one of the kids that actually seems to have, um, you know, emulated her mother for real, for real. Right. Like she's the hardest working one. We should do her chart sometime. I'd be curious. Yeah. But yeah, like that's the thing also with like Archie and Lily not having titles. It's like even some of their aunts and uncles don't have titles because it's just the, that's the way the cookie crumbles. Yeah. But also the optics of not giving your only biracial grandchildren titles are terrible. Shame. Shame. They, they royals get all of the royals marching through the streets nude and we'll yell shame and throw shit at them and then actually reparations may have been paid and we can continue this charade right but so and yeah, for the they're... record just real quick just in terms of the the analogy cersei in in did you watch game of thrones no i could never get into it okay yeah it's not really your, your style but it's like for the record the entire seven season is cersei being the actual villain uh in every single way like she's an she was an evil badass one of my faves but but she was a specifically ruthless character it's like what did megan do other than to say stop stop being mean to me (laughs) you know like right she said i don't want to be part of this system like i don't like getting bad press so i'm gonna go back to somewhere where i'm gonna be getting relatively less press right well and where i'm i mean at the end of the day megan's mercury is in leo so as royal as leo appears and represent like it is representative of that like royal energy but in the british royal family specifically they really don't and it's interesting too if i remember correctly elizabeth was a leo moon and i Mm -hmm. i even feel like part of why she could stand so firm on like saying nothing is because 
if that wasn't a boundary, like when people are like, I don't drink, like when people get sober and they're like, I just don't drink anymore. And it's like right. a thing. I think she's like, I don't emote anymore because as a Leo moon, actually she's is feeling a lot of feelings, no matter how stoic she appears. And I think that Megan with a Mercury in Leo, her son in Leo in the first house, I think even if it did work out on, I, I think she must have felt like, I do think she liked the, the, like the UNICEF part of the job. But I think that when she realized that she actually lost her voice, like that she actually can't have a personality uh, like, and, and, and speak up for herself. Like she has been class president all of the years. Like this bitch is, that is where she is at home at the podium speaking her truth. You know, whatever you want to say about it. It's like the fact that she's not allowed to must've been like, this job is not worth it. If I'm also going to be fucking harassed. Yeah, I would I would say speaking her truth is what she would say, like literally verbatim. But I think where her her place of comfort is at the podium speaking the most sanitized, perfect version of whatever she's trying to say, because well, I, I just I don't well, be, think she Libra shows Moon. Libra Moon. Yeah, she's never showing her authentic self. The only times I saw authenticity were when she's excited that Beyonce texted her and which is so relatable and I loved it. And the part where she's annoyed at Prince William's assistant at the end and she, you can see her visibly irritated. And I was like, finally, like, finally we see a real emotion. Like that is what I want to see. I want to see your real reaction. Yeah, but this she's, a, she's a kid why acting is more comfortable for her because she is super expressive again mercury and leo but cancer rising is always protecting themselves like first and foremost like they're right there's also fabulous things about libra moons but one of the maybe downfalls of a libra moon is that they are oftentimes trying to posture in order to get something from or appear to be a certain thing so that people like them or so that people like Libra moons want a lot of validation from others that like we are can it's, it's a bit of a codependent moon sign or can. Yeah. That's yeah. That makes complete sense. I want to say also the reason why I brought up them all wearing the matching outfits as an F you to her, that is also like, I would say not the best strategy because I think if they showed, they showed with that stunt, we are going to, fight this in passive aggressive catty british manner of never directly addressing it and only doing little symbolic gestures and then like three days later camilla is seen at a party with a guy who writes the most vile thing we've read since the straight out of compton headline <laughs> you know what i mean yeah, so it's yeah. okay you've just invited people to look into what you're doing and with razor precision, try to figure out the messages you're trying to send. And it took three days for that to backfire and for people to find a message where I don't think there is one. I mean, I mean, if if she was a supporter of Megan, she probably would have would let it be known. I'm the queen and I don't want to be around Piers Morgan mm -hmm. and people would listen to her. But if she's trying to play it neutral, which I guess maybe that's no the way. Most charitable I reading of it. All of the royals mm. seem to walk through the world as if it is still like the 1800s or what, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. hey guys, like, 
okay aside from like social media and like the technology to tap your phones like ryan reynolds here from Mint mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us we brought in a reverse auctioneer which is apparently a thing Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You don't get to just... I don't know. I think that is the larger thing. Like, and everyone being like, how could they expose the monarchy like this? It's so fucked up. And it's like, yeah, but in a way, I don't, I don't have, I don't know enough about it to have a strong opinion about it. But like, I could make the case that it's fucked up. What? That she was there? That the British monarchy even still exists. Oh, yeah. And that they think that they can get away with just saying nothing and, and somehow, just being an untouchable in society you know what I mean? it's just like i i think she's like sort of bitchy and i think she's like oh hi Piers. oh hi jeremy let's talk shit and then they were like aha bloody good times and then everyone's drunk and then he got home and fucking hammered away at an op-ed thinking that he was empowered and that camilla would love it and then he woke up like oh damn like maybe i shouldn't have sent all those texts to the sun yeah 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 i can totally see that i mean if if he had any, well, the thing is, I don't know if he would actually care about being friends with the Royals. Piers Morgan definitely does. Like Piers Morgan wants a knighthood and he wants it bad. <laughs> like he, and he's, I think he's gone in far too hard on Megan to ever oh get one. God, I don't think, yeah. yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. Also, he was involved. He was the editor of the sun, I think when the hacking scandal happened. So like, I think that that's never going to happen, but he seems to be, like he thinks if he can just kiss enough ass he will get a knighthood so like but Clarkson I don't think cares so I would say like that's another another point in the column of he didn't get the impression that Camilla um would support it and instead doesn't give a shit but I actually find that hard to believe based on his astrology chart. Which okay, I did tell pull me. Up. I'm so excited. Sometimes you you meet a charming person and they have a little blind spot where you're like, oh, he doesn't like women. And you have to make a decision in the moment. Am I going to just like him for his other good qualities? Can I or change him? Am I? Can I change him? Or am I going to disavow him? So I kind of was like, you know, he has an amusing television show where sure. he started a farm. Hey. So... I'm going to deal with the little sexist comments, but now with this, it's, you know. Well, it's like, thank you, Jeremy. The more you know. Now I know. we know. Yeah. So, okay. What's And also, chart? just last thing I'll say too, having a daughter, like he must have been so mean to his daughter. To, talk, to be able to talk about a woman like that who is alive means that you're you're alive and not again like like i don't know i just like i wouldn't have, i wouldn't want to stay out past curfew at the risk of being treated like i was sassy 
Okay. But here's the thing with men like that. They put women in categories. They all oh, are virgin whore. Right. So right. his daughter is virgin. Megan is whore. So like, I think he, there's a definitely a universe where a guy like that is a doting dad as well. It's just because right. they don't see women as fully formed humans. Well, and if anything, it it is still a control thing because it's like, no man will ever be like, I'm your daddy. Like no man will ever compare to me. And so it's not only a way to like, it's like you get to keep your your girl. Yeah, exactly. Ugh. Okay, so I when I pulled up his chart, I I nearly I nearly fell over in my chair. So do you want to do you want to take any a quick guess? Any quick guesses? Aries. He's an Aries son. <laughs> LOLOL. Now this is where it gets really interesting. What do you think his moon sign is? What's really Can- going on inside? Cancer. He is, he's a sad little boy and he's hiding it from us. Well, yes, but he's not a cancer moon. He's a Libra moon, just like Megan. Wow. His Mercury is at a late degree of Pisces. So when your Mercury is in Pisces, Yes, it makes sense where he's like using like flowery language and hyperbole and cinematic references that then actually don't hit because it's like, yo, dude, like I know that as the Pisces, as a Pisces Mercury, you have access to the Akashic records and all the languages and and feelings in the world. And the fact that you're so triggered by Megan, like even, okay, another way that a Libra moon can iterate is that they're just way too affected by other people the fact that he's like i'm tossing and turning at night because Meghan markle was born is like hey right. why don't you uh focus on yourself man so even and megan is megan is also too affected by other people as well like she right. she is and i would i don't know if i would be the same way i probably would but like every single piece of negative press even the positive press they got they I mean, both lost their shit so like Molly, i think we've gotten i think two bad reviews and every yeah. single time we address it to the to the masses as yeah, a piece of housekeeping so we would what you would 100 percent be upset by anything bad written about you right but i am a capricorn so i think i would maybe i would maybe be a little bit more likely to take the kate path and be like all right if i just like grit my teeth and get through this misery soon no, you would undercut your soul and you would actually never give them anything to talk about. Right, exactly. But I'll, also, I could never be that, like, perfect all the time, ever. Right. I mean, it, it's it's really, it, and it's interesting, too, because, like, okay, so Megan and, if it just sort of comparing Megan and Jeremy, their moons are the same. Their sons are both in fire. So he is an Aries son. She's a Leo son. So what I think is interesting about this is like, okay, so they actually both are the same, which is that they're just like obsessed to commenting on and responding to the public. They are extremely affected by what they think of people and what people think of them. They want their opinions to be not even necessarily heard, but received. They want to feel like received. Now he's an Aries son. So he is received better or worse than heard. Cause now it's like the Megan fed to the wolves versus thrown to the wolves. I don't know what the right. difference is. I guess to me, I think of it as received is like i'm taking like like i would say that acknowledged like the documentary even if it's getting some bad lots of bad responses i think there's also reception for it meaning like some like i'm like wow this changed my whole opinion megan for president 
Whereas with, I think his article, it was, it was, it was not received. People were like, what the fuck is this shit? And then he has people writing, it had to be taken down immediately. Like, so that's where an Aries and a Leo, you know, an Aries is always going to come out meaner, tougher, um, more, more thoughtless, more impulsive, unfiltered, um, warlike. Whereas a Leo is more like, I just want to share my heart. Right. And like a lot of the time that can be insufferable with Leos, but it at least comes across as better faith than what an Aries would do. Yeah. Yeah. They're coming from a good, like the difference is between these two Libra moons is that Megan is coming from a good place, whatever anybody wants to say about her. And because we met her mother, we know. And Jeremy. Yeah. But also we have her father. Well, now she's got, she's got more of her father in her than she she would like to admit on the war path against your family. Hello. Right. 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 Well, I mean, uh, that's pretty interesting. There's, I mean, there's so much to discuss and I don't, I don't want you to miss T, but it's like, yeah, I mean, I am curious about Thomas Markle and the timeline of the Thomas Markle story didn't fully make sense to me. Like, because they, they appeared to be close and he was going to walk her down the aisle. So what happened? He just became strapped for cash or something like what, 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 like what happened in his brain where he was like, actually, fuck it. I'm, I'm, I'm trashing this relationship for money. It's like, what, like what, what, what happened? One new wrinkle that she introduced that had never really, we had not been privy to before is it seems that Megan believes that someone intercepted her dad's phone and all of his communications at some point. Oh, that's right. Cause she was like, this yeah. isn't my dad texting. Right. She's like, this is not his signature on the thing. This is not like how he texts. So I think, um, I th- like I it, she she's like I think someone else is, is talking for him. Which what if would her, make... what is did Thomas Markle get kidnapped? Maybe I mean who's ever seen? Well, actually no, because he was. Oh, here's the issue with that. He was doing television appearances at the time as well. But maybe he was like uh, drugged by the CIA, and it's all a plot against Megan. It's possible that someone sort of was able to um, convince him that she was saying worse things about him than she was, and that right. she was behaving worse than she. Because obviously, she wasn't doing anything wrong ever. Like to to our view, to the public view, she never did a single thing wrong while she was in the royal family so like it's possible that maybe this person who she thinks intercepted was also dripping poison in his ear about her mm. so because one of the things she said she was like saying how that woman who in uh who confronted her on the walkabout in scotland who was like i think it's terrible what you're doing to your father and right. she's like i can't believe this lady believes the tabloids and it's like well no he was on television in flesh and blood talking about it like it wasn't just tabloid reports it was him on tv saying it you know you know who i feel like we should set up at, on a friend date thomas markle and britney spears brother brian like same vibe where it's like why are yeah. you doing these public appearances as if you're an expert on this family member that you have uh like not only not really any relationship with anymore but like unhelpful like and who are you right it's very <laughs> you guys need to hang out and i, I would watch that web series yeah, same. I also w- was really surprised that Megan ate a croissant on her wedding day. She her, she isn't like like Kate is not eating any croissants. Megan has a a, a beautiful. Uh, I mean, she's still like you know Hollywood actress, fit, skinny, but like, but she's I, tiny. She's so is tiny. She, she doesn't. I, I didn't. She doesn't. 
Reed is tiny to me. Like Kate Reed's as tiny to me. You got to look again. I got to look again. I don't, I don't, she doesn't Especially during strike the time me of, as skinny. The time of her wedding, she was skin and bones. Wow. And she's short like us. And you know, when you eat a croissant, it finds a home and it stays there. It sets up shop. I mean, I you're... literally eat a croissant every morning and I'm fat now. So yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean like that's what she's like all I wanted on my wedding day was a mimosa and a croissant and I was like you had a croissant wow teach me your secrets also I ate my wedding day I guess it makes sense was the first time I really ate a square meal in six months yeah I feel like honestly once you get to the wedding day like it's like three days later you're gonna look fat but like a croissant in 10 minutes isn't gonna do much yeah that's very true what did you think of Tyler Perry's um cameo in part two of the docuseries I thought it was great he just like great off the bat was like I hate these people and Mm -hmm. I'm here for you like Mm -hmm. no matter what happens this entire nation I'm not a fan and I will validate everything you think and I will provide a home for you like what who I mean, I've never heard of such a thing. And he I mean, was literally like, he's a lovely person, story. lovely person. And I also have his chart up. We we don't have to spend too much time on it, but just for fun. Oh, maybe I already told you. Did I tell you? No, you didn't. Okay. Take a guess of what his, what his son and moon are. Okay. He is mommy vibes. So he's got to be a cancer of some sort. And he invited them into his shell. Mm-hmm. So is that one of them? Well, I'll, it, it's not his sun or moon, but what if, this is actually something I've been wanting to say for a while. So just pause, everybody go with me in your brain for a second, because this is a note that all of our listeners needs to understand. When we're talking about celebrities, oftentimes they're rising. We have actually no way of knowing because mm. your rising is more about your experience. Uh, it's like your first layer of experience with the world and the world's first experience like 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 in real life someone's going to show up with their rising leading with their rising but when we know people from tv or we know people from celebrity oftentimes what we are calling rising or how they seem to come across or how they do things is actually their midheaven their legacy because we're actually seeing them at the point of he's on tv talking to us so your his legacy is cancer so he is seen as exactly what you're saying a, uh, a, a, a mommy figure who's super nurturing and really there for you. He also has Lilith exactly conjunct his cancer midheaven, just like Lilibet, although I don't believe it was cancer, but either way, it's like, it's interesting that there's like a Lilith, a Lilith connection in the midheaven of these people now where it's like, oh yeah, you're going to come out and do the thing that traditionally has been don't no one would ever dare speak bad of the family and he's like fuck these people i'm reaching out to someone i don't know and saying i'm here for you now mm-hmm. here's the fun thing he is like ari a virgo son hmm. exactly conjunct his south node in the 11th house so for him being there for the community is actually who he's meant that's not meant to be that that's that's who he is in the world he actually is an edict for him it's like this is my this is what i have to do there's no choice right he can take care of people because 
his Chiron, sixth house Chiron in Aries, his wound, you know, we do know his whole story where like he started off homeless and he worked his way up into becoming one of the most prolific black filmmakers, filmmakers in general, but specifically black filmmakers of all time. I mean, Probably his catalog. Most prolific. Yeah, like he is. So I think when he healed his Chiron wound, when he healed his Chiron in Aries, sixth house, when he healed his sense of self, confidence, ability to care for himself, ability to um, know who he is on an essential level and how to care for himself and how to serve himself, sixth house, Virgo, the Virgo house, Mm -hmm. then that becomes, your Chiron becomes your superpower. So then he, he actually feels that generosity of somebody who's actually a healed person and he's thankful for what he has been able to accomplish and he he sincerely wants to help he also has his venus in leo right on her sun and mercury and here's the kicker libra rising libra moon they're all libra moons that's crazy but it's interesting right because again Tyler Perry. Now he's a 12th house Libra moon and then Libra rising. So he is out of the three of these Libra moons that we are discussing today. He is the most spiritual. He's the one that he is the most self. I mean, again, Chiron and Aries, he is a bit selfless when, you know, when your moon is in the 12th house, it's almost like, again, you can see where he wasn't parented. He didn't have, he, he, he sort of is separate from his family he felt alone in the world but libra rising because he's able to connect with people and he has that you know libra risings are arguably the most charming the most easy to get along with right off the bat because they can just show up and like wow you you know like they'll just be exactly what the room needs they'll be gorgeous they'll be funny they'll be charming but his moon is there in the 12th house too so he really like like jeremy and megan a lot of what he does is about everybody else or connecting with people connecting with other people and having them think a certain thing like like he I think him being I think him reaching out to her and him being in this doc I think 100% it was sincere I also think uh very smart on his part like to recognize someone in need and say I am here for you on such a public stage and especially in such a racially charged conversation is like genius shit yeah and to then be like i'm gonna have this as part of my legacy that i was the safe haven for these these incredibly powerful for the one black royal yeah yeah kind of love that for him i think that's fucking rad like i i I, yeah my my love for tyler perry just i'm gonna go rewatch all the medias yeah it was great just to to drive home your point that they don't seem to really be thinking in terms of the future at any moment, um, which is weird because I, I think they're all on this like legacy autopilot. They know that they have such historical momentum behind them that if they just keep doing the things they've always done, everything will work itself out, which is not the way it is. Over the last 100 years, we've had a complete revolution in the way that politics are done and the way like there aren't really any absolute monarchies left there are very few and monarchies are symbolic and there's this multimedia machine where the lines between celebrity and royalty are blurred and in the u.s for instance we just see them as celebrities so they keep using that institutional 
inertia to not do anything. Something that really stuck out to me was when Megan is having suicidal thoughts and, and they say it wouldn't look good for the institution for Megan to go away. And it's like, well, now how does it look? Well, it's like, well, how bad does it look? Well, you can't avoid anything. It's like, oh, it would look bad if she went away. Well, I would, I would call, she didn't, she didn't go away, but she certainly went away. She certainly left. Yeah, exactly. She is still here loud and clear, but she is away. Yeah. The other thing is like, it's really hard to, um, like I, just on the conversation of the media again, I still also, like I said, don't understand what they wanted to be done, like how it could have been fixed, which is why it makes sense that they did leave. But um, I, I wish we could see some receipts for the idea that the different households were snitching on each other to the press because we're really having to take their word for it. And I know that they've used the exact same tactics against the royal family as well. So it's kind of hard to take. That's the only part where I'm like, I do need some receipts on this because it, there's no way to back that up at all. All of these royal stories come from unnamed sources, which is going to be the downfall of, I mean, not the actual downfall, because I don't think they're going anywhere, but the PR downfall for the moment is that even the palaces themselves are responding through unnamed sources. And it's like, no one knows who or what that is. Like we don't, so it's, it's just, I don't know. I guess my point is that Meghan and Harry, some of the stuff they accuse the palace of and the the various royals of isn't backed up. And I wish that they had gotten a little bit more of a backup. They they would have. Well, they should have gotten receipts. It's like save the screenshots, Megs. Right. Poor Lucy Fraser, their British friend. They made her say everything. They made her say, oh, right. they would give negative stories to the press. And it's like, how does she know? Well, that's also where I I, I, I did have the thought, like, why would they have Lucy in this documentary if Megan's trying to pretend that she's never heard of London before. <laughs> yeah, I know. Again, no one's thinking ahead. She does fit right in. But it's like, um so I thought that was like sort of funny. Uh I also will say I was massively impressed. I wanted to hate her so bad, but fell in love with Silver Tree or whatever her freaking name is. I she's awesome. I did not get that impression. I don't know. Maybe I wasn't paying attention to what she was saying. Or I doing. thought she seemed like really authentic and, and kind and like just a, like a, like when you think like you're a real one. She seemed like a real one. And then I looked her up. Television director. Yeah, she's got a real job. That's for sure. She's like a, we, like half the shit we watch. She like she's a real filmmaker. Like I, I like successful person, which. Yeah, I wanted to. I wanted to be like, what is this? Or fucking local yoga teacher, Silver Tree? What? What? Are, come on, Amanda, use your name. You know what I mean? Like, but it's like, oh, wait. <laughs> like she, like she might be like actually, like it's an ethereal goddess. I really liked her. <laughs> well, that's good. The news that Charles was inviting Harry to the coronation was this. I mean, it, I, I, I'm neither shocked. I, I I can't be shocked by this shit. I have no preconceived notion of anything. But when I read that, I thought, oh, how nice. It seems like there's a lot more behind. Like, what can you tell us why that is either scandalous or not scandalous? Or like, it seems like people are surprised by this. Okay, this actually does bring up something that I wanted to talk about, which is the fact that I think that if the queen had already died and Charles was on the throne when they wanted half in, half out, I think they would have gotten what they wanted. Yeah. And it's ironic because they're always saying that it's the queen is this perfect, innocent baby. And it's like, no, she friggin' ruled that family with an iron fist. Like, 
she is a stiff ass German lady. Like oh, yeah. she is doing what she wants to do and there's no movement. And she, and like when Harry was like, oh, my grandmother told me that she was busy this week. It's like, yes, yeah, she was lying to you too. Like 100%, right. she also didn't want to deal with it. She was ostriching, you know, and like just trying really hard not to have to break the bad news. Charles, I, be- I mean, this is not confirmed that he's, co- that he's invited them and it won't ever be confirmed. They don't, don't ever confirm anything unless you see it with your own eyes, but we'll see if they show up. They've of course, allegedly, and this also isn't confirmed, but it comes from a pretty solid reporter for the the times um the sunday time the london the times in london or whatever um that they want to sit down with apologies before they will show up which don't hold your breath so like the fact that he and i do think he would invite them because it's his son at the end of the day he loves his son and like he's been portrayed as a cold father but i don't think he actually really was that cold i think he was standard upper crusty british cold but not as cold as his his mom was he complained outwardly in the 80s that his parents didn't love him enough he did the same shit harry's doing actually like with a wow yeah and an interview he did do it all wait really he 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 did like like tell all shit that was damning to his family not as damning as this but he did say that his parents were cold and that they sent him to that military school they that he hated. are cold that's what i'm right. saying he, them saying they're actually megan saying they actually are cold isn't a dig at them they are cold right but also not everyone has to be a hugger and to then be like yeah but that you know, she's just she's just yes and like you know I didn't have to say Ellen Page and Laverne Cox. I should have actually said Elliot, if anything. And I really want to say Laverne Cox and Danny DeVito. You know what I mean? It's like, like sometimes we just, when we're, when we're, you know, we're, we're orators, when we're just speaking out our thoughts, making a point, trying to use analogy, trying to, it's like, I, I don't yeah, know. Sarah, do you think she was just speaking out of her ass? Yes. I don't, I, or I just think she's not a writer. That's why she's not on it, penning any screenplays and she's waiting for the next, you know, it's like suits or Royals or whatever, but it's like, it's like, I don't think she's a good writer, but like, it's like, I, I think that was an example of her feeling embarrassed. And then separately, that was one of the things, but then overall she felt, that these people are cold. I don't think it was because yeah, she was yeah, barefoot. Yeah. And I think it was just conflated, but I don't think she was saying because they didn't want to hug me. It was just cold. That's not what she was saying. Right. But she also only knew them for like a year, you know, like, I mean, like what she's saying and what Charles is saying, Charles is saying like, my mom literally left me for the first two years of my life and right. like shook my hand when she came back. You know right. what I mean? It's different. Like, and I do think they are like probably what Megan is saying is also true, but I also have a little bit more sympathy for them being like, who is this person? I've never met her before. And why is she hugging me? You know what I mean? Like, because I would kind of be that way sometimes if it's like, yeah, but that's not, but you're, you cannot want, you're not, you're like specifically not cold. Right. But you are formal or not formal you're you it's you know the 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 reason that london was so appealing is you said great no more hugs you you are you are a capricorn you know like you're a capricorn taurus i mean so am i that's why everyone's like why don't you call me when you're crying i'm like because i would never but call me also sometimes when you think people are being cold you have to give the idea that they're shy some airtime in your head as well you know Yeah, I i mean i think i think just right like when you're building relationships with people and you don't feel like it's like really going well. And also when you're hurt, like I, I'm totally guilty of this where it's like when I'm hurt and 
it's not that like like I think I think what Megan is trying to express is that she was really hurting. There was really fucked up shit going on, and that they didn't seem to. I I don't think it was even that they thought that I don't think it was even that that she thought they should do something with the media as much as they should have said. I love you, Megan. You are welcome here, and we are gonna get through it together. I think that they were just like, "Well, that's how it goes," and it's like, "Right, fuck you. yes, that's and cold. That, that's fucking cold." That is. That is. I don't give a and fuck if we hug or not, but like, be nice. Exactly. If, I, if I'm getting takes, attacked and hurting, care, family. That's it. You're right, and it's it's a detachment that they have that they have had to develop because they've all made sort of this deal with the devil of we're going to allow ourselves to sort of be national punching bags when it suits people's mood in exchange for the castles and the status. And you do have to, in order to even see what the status is, I think you have to be so ingrained in that upper crusty British life where they all actually do like, like Camilla's husband allowing her to carry on with Charles for their entire marriage. Like that is upper crusty shit of being like, it's an honor for my wife to lay down with the King, you know? Yes, it is. And oh my like, god, that's... wait, 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 wait. Andrew Paco Biles was a cucky boy? Yeah, he knew. Andrew was Andrew's the cuck of the royals. <laughs> they all knew. And that's but that's like like even to have that status or to know what that status is, you have to be the kind of person who goes on on a hunt. You know what I mean? Like you you're hunting pheasant. Like if you have to like be that Kate? level of like Kate Middleton? Exactly. So like her family grew up working class and then became really rich. So that was always off limits to them and their money bought their way into it. So that was always really tantalizing to her. And like she grew up in the UK. So she's like, oh, this status actually does matter. It Mm -hmm. is what I want in my life. Whereas Megan is like, okay, like these castles are cool. The platform I get is cool. But like, I actually am not impressed enough by the upper crusty people to really just like leave my reputation on the table to be completely assassinated all the time which Which makes complete sense yeah Yeah. i totally get that and okay so we'll see if they go to the coronation um but yeah that's what i think i think that charles would have let them do it i think he's a much softer touch than his mother despite i agree despite what harry has kind of said and harry has kind of reversed like that's another thing about Harry. And Meghan I mean, Megan thinking... says he's charming. Megan's like, she, she, he's yeah. the only one that gets a good review from anybody in the dock. Right. And that's because he's on the throne now and he holds the purse strings. And before you he think, yes, I mean, subconsciously maybe, but yeah, like they were trashing him in the Oprah one. They allow us all to think that he said the, what color is the baby going to be comment? I thought, they it knew... was, I thought it was Cammy. But they're allowing people to think that, you know, like, and that's because when the queen was alive, they were like, oh, she's the actual commander in chief. We're not going to bash her. We're going to bash the entire institution that she created and controls. But then we're going to randomly name our daughter after her because that makes sense. And then she died and they were like, oh, fuck. Well, I think that's like this through. But I think, well, again, this whole larger. Yeah, this is white rich people. Beware. Your time (laughs) is up. Time's up movement 2.0. If you're too rich and you're too white, you have in some way sold your soul to the devil. And no matter what you do or what charity you give to and write off for taxes, you are not safe because you are not actually present enough in reality to like you just think you're exempt from like thinking or like trying or like you know it's like you just are like it's so hard to be like depressed I like I have everything and yet I have nothing I'm not happy and it's like womp 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 fuck you like 
I don't give a fuck about your rich people pain. Like, you know, like, it's like, yeah, I just, that, that's a, that'll, that's a, as Pluto moves into Aquarius in 2023, and then for the next 20 years, it is an absolute revolution. I look forward to seeing the people will have their day. But yeah, but also then they're just going to create the same old hierarchies all over again. And it'll be based on something else. It's like, that's Dr. actually Seuss, fine. The sneeches, the sneeches. Sneeches get sneeches. But we're going to, exactly, we're going to take all the people that are stars, the stars, we're going to be like, no, that's not cool anymore. And then all of a sudden it's going to just, there's going to be a new version of acceptable and cool and high value. It's not, it's never going to go that, away. I'm okay with that actually, because if that is, whether it's like capitalism or a hierarchical power structures or what, I'm not, I'm not necessarily, I'm not a communist, but I think that we are living in a society that is governed specifically by such deep corruption that is 100% rooted in money and 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 wanting all the money and being afraid of not having all the money and racism at its essential core and also sexism a bit because women are just better and the men know it and so they oppress them too but at the end of the day the, the system is broken and yeah. i love watching kim k make all of these horrible fashion choices in her you know wow wow breakup period not because i hate her or i don't but because it's like you just like enough's enough like you're you're taking everything from everyone you know the other thought i had side note is that um it was interesting it's like you're you're kind of having a schadenfreude reaction to kim's stupid outfits a little bit like i'm just like okay i'm just like he was right like kanye is why she was stylish and she is specifically not stylish right now she looks horrible yeah she looks crazy she just crazy. Was, she's wearing a midlife crisis on her body is what's going on and actually that was in my notes too i do want to say astrologically that is what's going on so we have to have yeah. space for that too it might not be revenge body as much as she's like oh my god i'm like i'm i'm 42 and i don't really know where this is all going and you know yeah I just want to be 16 again or whatever. But um yes, yeah, she's going to look back and be embarrassed. So we do need to have yeah, a little gentle. hearts for her. Gentle, gentle. Because yeah. we all but went I, through it. We talked about it a couple weeks ago. But it's it's really like crazy though. Like with the royals and stuff, it's like, it's like they were showing that footage of Harry, Harry's birth. And it's like, and Meg, when Megan told the story about like, can I just get married? That was like crazy to me. Like, can I get married with my doctor? Or, or can I get married? Can I can I use my OBGYN to deliver my baby? And they were like, no, unfortunately we need to get a photo right after. And it's only going to work at this. And it's like, what can you imagine if, Yeah. and it's like, we still don't even know if uh, Chloe kept the baby she bought or if Kylie's baby has a cleft <laughs> lip. Like, like why can you imagine like to live in a world where uh, the minute a baby is born he is there to be exploited and used for the public. I totally get where Harry, whether it's like rational, reasonable, like I see that it's it's possible that a lot of what he's upset about isn't even necessarily, it's like, that's how Chiron wounds work. It's like, it might not even necessarily be like all about the things that happened in his life. He's carrying the generational weight of an arguably uh, fucked up inbred 
money hoarding, power hoarding, useless uh, influencer family. Institution. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I will say that I would absolutely stand on the steps with the kid for that real estate. <laughs> I just would. Same, but we're, we we chose the even the cottage. Even the okay. cottage they went out of their way to complain about. It's like no, you Frogmore guys, seems lovely. No, they they, lo- they loved Frogmore. They no, even that lived wasn't there. Frogmore. It was oh. no, it's a different one. It's so they what they did is they complained about Nottingham Cottage, the one they lived in on Kensington Palace grounds. Oh yeah, which is in the thing. It was very small, and it's like okay, well, it was free. So uh, <laughs> also, Megan's house in Toronto didn't look that much bigger, but so they they talk about that one. What happened is they moved to Frogmore later. They got the UK taxpayer to foot the bill for 2.5 million pounds of renovations. What do you even do with that? Okay. So like them showing how small Nottingham Cottage was, was kind of like sort of a little bit of a passive aggressive justification for why they had that insane renovation bill. Was that the one where the ceilings were just simply too short for that tall, tall Harry? That tall drink of water? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then they did pay it back. They paid it back after they left the family because all the taxpayers were like, what we've spent millions on the two of you to have your perfect wedding, your perfect house. And you didn't, you gave it a year and you're leaving. So that's why British people are pissed. And I get it, especially Harry, because they feel that they've bankrolled him for his entire life. And now he's like insulting their culture and their way of life. And that's like, I do kind of get it. And you have to remember also that like the the thing about it is the royal family is part of history and it stretches out so, so long. And that is actually kind of cool. But really? why do they also get to be millionaires without having to have real jobs? You know, well, like, and it's also like, I think it's also like wanna... the, wor- the world changes. Like, yeah, the, like we're not it, we don't live in the society. When, when I started doing my deep dive on the royal family and it's like beginning at 1099, it's like, what are we doing? Taxes it's fucking, or 1066 or something. It was like this has been going on for a millennium yeah they didn't even have like windows that opened right, right what did they do back then did they just have a hole in your wall and then what did you do when it was cold out uh i like to think that the men were so uncouth at the time that they punched a hole in the wall every time they were angry and then the wife would figure out some way to upholster the hole in the wall. i don't know that's a horrible cut that is not yeah in the all. winter time yeah, they put yeah. a beach towel over it in the right. winter like my parents they stuffed the ones it. that don't work right. Yeah, yeah. We we stuff it. We stuff the holes, and we put a little tape on the cracks, and it's fine. I get so concerned for like my ancestors whenever I'm really cold. Do you ever feel that way? That's like that's where it's like Molly. Well, speaking of, I want to say like with the reveal of your cold empathy, you're you're just so warm. I know. I'm not cold. I just don't want to hug people. I don't know. I get that. But I think it's also like the fact that you're able to to experience the cold and feel the cold and then think back to your ancestors and feel for them. It's like, wow, you are a, <laughs> you are a Pisces too. You have some Pisces ass shit right there. Damn. I, I think about it every time it's cold. I'm like, how did they deal with this? I can't even deal with it. And I have performance fleece. What did they do back then? I mean, I actually think what they did was like kill animals and wear their 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 skin. Literally kill an animal and crawl into it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the revenant. Yeah, that's what I think. Um okay, few few other thoughts and then I will let you go eat. I'm also I'm also a bit hungry myself. Um okay. so thing number one is in the doc, one of the notes that I had was like, you're telling me Harry's flying commercial, but 
but I picked my father up from the airport yesterday where he flew on. I wanted to ask you, because that's what you fly on, the Dreamliner. United. No, Nick would know. Nick knows all the types of planes. Because isn't in the doc, didn't she say like, I called United and I set it up. So this is a, so United has, and maybe, I don't know if it's only United, but, but according to what I am making up from the conversation I had with my dad on the way home from the airport last night, United, there's this new plane called the Dreamliner. And instead of carrying 150 people, it carries 500 people. And actually his plane was new, but they had a bathroom issue. So he was delayed. And then they were like, well, luckily a plane just came from Europe. It just landed from Europe. So we're going to clear it out. And then you can take that. And so my dad was like talking to the airline people just because, you know, he's a, he's a bit of a researcher. And mm-hmm. I, I guess th- this is like the most common, or this is becoming the most commonly used transatlantic flight now, because it's, it's almost like the Titanic. Like it's so big that like, oh, there's don't a lot say of space. That. well, that's, I know I sort of like RIP, but like, you know, if they made a ship now, it, it would be better, like technology wise, yeah, yeah. you know, we're not wearing holes or sleeping in animals anymore either. So, it's, you know, but anyway, it's like, I feel like um, I like so. Oh, oh, this is why. So I, I thought about Harry because my when I picked my dad up, the big news was that so he was on the first row of the so he wasn't in first class, but he was in the one row behind first class in the like normal people section. Well, and he was in premium economy. He was in premium economy. It was business. Flight. Nice. Yeah, write it off. But so he was in premium economy. So, so fat Joe was sitting in front of him in first class and fat Joe's friend was sitting across the aisle from my dad. So my dad and fat Joe and fat Joe's friend had hung out on the trip home from LA to New York last night. What? Isn't that a bury the lead? Well, I, that's why I remember I saw, like, I think I have a funny story to start with, but then we just kind of dived in or dived, we kind of dove in, but, but I thought that was just so funny. So, and I said to my dad, I'm like, did you like know who he was? And my dad's like, I actually recognized him. And, um, I saw that the guy in the aisle was talking to him. And so when fat Joe kind of like turned back around and it was like, my dad did say like, is that fat? That's fat Joe. And the guy's like, oh yeah. And so my, my dad and fat Joe's friend, like it was like, yeah, fat Joe's my childhood friend. And like, we just went on a trip and we're coming back, whatever. And the funniest thing my dad said though, is that, you know, they chatted and then it's like, all right, we'll move on. He said that fat Joe's friend on the plane ride home watched elf and was cry laughing the whole time. Stop. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh my that God. A great detail. Oh, Oh, I love that. That's so endearing. Yeah. Yeah. Funny stuff. And it made me think about like, I don't know, makes you kind of want to rewatch Elf. Like, is it, is it that, like, I just, it makes me laugh to think that he was laughing out loud. Oh, and my dad said too, the woman on the other side of him who was there with his corgi. So he was between Fat Joe's friend, a corgi, and then the owner of the corgi. She was watching a Chris Farley documentary and also laughing out loud the whole time. And my dad was just like, this row is having... The, like how how is everything so funny to you people like to laugh out loud on an airplane is like you're really laughing yeah that's premium economy for you though it's worth the extra money it's usually like 200 or 300 bucks extra i gotta say it makes a big oh, yeah. difference that and was when you, you said status well you said last year that was like one of your goals and then you did it and you were like it was worth it i feel so much better yeah. Well, my goal was to to never fly economy again or to fly business every time. And I didn't, but I definitely reached the, I, I landed among the stars. Let's say that. You know, it's all about, the, you know, the temperature and the threshold 
raising ingredients, you know? So it's like, yes. you, you, like and, eventually and- you'll get there, but like, don't, don't, you know, it's like, okay, your diet starts tomorrow, but if you mess up in the first two weeks, if you're just not drinking, don't, you don't have to start over when you, when you mess up your day count, just start count. You know what I mean? It's like, it's, you, you, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a progress, a work in progress. And something else that really helped was the British Airways American Express card, because it gives you points that they, they see your status and they are like, oh, we can just upgrade you for like a hundred bucks. And then you just do it every time. Um, I was the last premium economy flight I was on. I also was in the first row of premium economy, not in business and business was right, was right in front of me. And next to me was a nanny in premium economy. And the mom was in business and the mom kept bringing the baby back and just foisting it onto the nanny. Oh man. Well, and I was like, goal, the- but like sort of goals in a way, aspirational kind of. But pay for your nanny to be in business. Oh, like, yeah, oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What an asshole. <laughs> that's terrible. Yeah, like, don't make her work back there with the kid. Right. Like, if you're going to make her raise your kid on the flight, even right. at least pony up for business. Like, that was, a, that was a disgrace, I thought. Well, the only thing I could think is that perhaps she was trying to respect all of those high status people. And if that baby starts crying, she's going to need to be in the back. But that's bullshit. Respect the nanny. Respect Meghan Markle. Yeah, agreed. I agree. I do. I do respect her. We did promise the people that we would do the astrology. We're going to do that for the Patreon. Spit it out. Spit it out. Harry and Meghan's composite chart. So I want to talk what we're going to talk about on the Patreon, which you absolutely should join now and listen for the last app, the next app, all the apps forevermore. Here are the two reasons why you should join the Patreon. Number one, because I am creating a coupon code. So this holiday season, if you join the Patreon, you will be emailed a special discount code for the reading of your dreams. And I have created a variety of options in all to, to fit all budgets. So definitely check that out. So yeah, a reading from discount. Sarah is a great Christmas gift for the person that you don't know what to buy for. Right. And I'll just do all the work and you can make sure that I uh, have dinner. And then um, what I want to talk about is compatibility. So if you look up stuff about Megan and Heron's compatibility online, for example, what most people are saying is they don't have long-term compatibility within the synastry of the chart. And something that I want to just make clear to everybody is that synastry compatibility isn't referring to the durability or the love or the like wow. potential in a relationship. Compatibility refers to the ease at with which the two people understand each other and already speak the language of each other, right? Right. So- I had a boyfriend I was very compatible with and thank fucking God it only lasted a year and a half because he was exhausting and I'm so glad it didn't last, but we had a great time. We were very compatible. Right. Like compatibility doesn't necessarily mean well, like, or, or rather when you, okay, you so look, I have okay, to go, but we've got it. Their compatibility and looking at the composite chart is, I was looking, it is extremely relevant to the global, uh, political astrological changes going on in like, LOL, crazy ways that I cannot wait to share with you. It relates and you'll hear to- it on the Patreon, patreon.com slash space trash podcast. Thank okay, you go so dinner, much. Yeah. Okay. I love you. Very good. Love you. Bye. Okay. Bye. Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles of the rich and Uranus. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.